Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Aftermath and Exandria Story. Uh, we are picking up where we left off last week, um, where our group, uh, currently known as the Storm Riders, um, spent some time in Western, um, getting to know the town and its denizens, um, namely uh, Parker's mother, Tori, uh, had some, had a nice little time, uh, having dinner with her, and spent the night in the town, um, afterwards, they, um, met up with Arkel, who told them that it would take a little bit of time to, uh, oh shoot, just dropped my dice, oh, there we go, um, it would take a little bit of time to gather what information they needed from the Cobalt Reserve in order to travel um, to the city of Dis. Um, upon waking up that morning as well, um, Parker found her mom, who was um, in a bit of a state, uh, and found out that her father um, was being held for ransom by an unknown faction. Um, and they were requesting a fairly large sum of gold in return for his um, in return for his safety. Um, upon finding this out, um, Autumn informed the group of this situation. At which point, the group um, agreed to go and help Parker um, recover her father. So, they made their trek northward uh, into the Bramblewood Forest, um, following a very roughly drawn map that was um, sent by these, by this unknown faction um, to Parker's mother. Um, made their way through the forest, um, encountered a few traps, and successfully made their way through. Um, at which point they discovered a small, um, a small, uh, somewhat moderate uh, encampment there in the Bramblewood. Um, did a little bit of scouting, um, at which point um, Parker and Bozik um, decided to um, walk up to the front. They were acknowledged by what seemed to be uh, one of the scouts on a watchtower. Um, near the outside of the wall and we're on their way and the gates were currently being opened and that is where we left off last week so Parker and Bozik the scout who um, who saw you um, you you informed him of your your intentions to bargain for your father's safety at which point um, he kind of uh, looked over kind of got a closer look at you um, and then agreed to um, let you in to the encampment um, at this point uh, the gate at the front uh, it's this large uh, wooden gate that's on a that's on a um, somewhat of a makeshift hinge on one side and is being is being kind of pushed open 
by um, by one of the other uh, figures there on the ground. And as it's pushed open, uh, both you and Bozek can uh, see inside. Um, like I said, a fairly modern encampment. There is a there is an actual building um, inside of this encampment that's that's built there, kind of. A small, it's a, sm a somewhat small building, but it has what looks to be a two-story, um, a two-story round tower um, attached to one end of it, and then um, a smaller single-story building there to the front of it. Um, with about, from what you can see uh, as you walk in, uh, around ten or so um, tents that are kind of set up um, around along the along the wooden barricade of this encampment. Um, you see in the middle of the encampment um, what looks to be a what looks to be a somewhat moderately sized fire pit um, with a um, looks to be like a um, a cooking a cooking steak over it where they would where they would roast things over the fire or what what have you. Um, as you um, Oh, okay, well, let's do this. Uh, both you and Bozik, uh, Parker and Bozik, both make a perception check for me, please. As you walk into this camp. Eleven. Okay. Uh, Nikki rolled a thirteen. Thirteen total? Alright, um, so yeah, you both walk in and you see, um, you see kind of, let's see, as you walk in, um, you see kind of across along the, along the rear side of the, the encampment, you see, um, what looks to be, um, looks to be someone kind of wearing a cloak and they have a, they have a bow, and, and kind of, a, and about 10, 15 feet in front of them, there are multiple, um, there are multiple targets lined up, and it looks like they were just, they were just uh, doing target practice for the day. Um, when you showed up, you see a, uh, you see a table kind of near them that has a few weapons and whatnot um, placed on it. Um, this looks to be more than just a temporary camp. It looks to be an like an encampment where. There are folks who actually live here on a semi-permanent basis. Um, can we tell about how many people? Um, from what you can see, um, you currently only see uh, the person on the tower, um, the archer, and the uh, the person who opened the gate and let you in. you're led in a little bit further you're kind of um, led up and to the side a bit near where the fire pit is located uh, and the the figure who um, let you in uh, is kind of wearing a um, looks to be um, doesn't doesn't really look to be armored very much but is kind of wearing a um, somewhat light 
light robe that kind of, uh, it's not really a robe, it's more of a, I'm trying to think of the right term for it, um, kind of a cloak, I guess, almost kind of a cloak that's kind of tied with a, um, with kind of a rope belt um, around the midriff, it's kind of this, kind of this faded blue color, um, you can't really see the individual that's up on the on the watchtower as you kind of pass, but you kind of pass, and it's kind of a very extreme angle to get a good look up at him. Um, but as you as you're kind of brought around this fire pit, this uh, this figure in this cloak uh, tells you, "Just wait here, please." He begins to walk off. Begins to walk off towards the building. Opens the door and kind of peeks in. Um, says a few words that you're unable to that you're unable to make out, um, and then closes the door and walks back over towards the fire pit and just uh, stands across the fire pit from you, just keeping an eye. Uh, I want to stand up, big and strong, and make myself look imposing. Okay. You do so. Stage whisper. Stage whisper so your mic picks hey, you up. Parker, wouldn't it be good if I like grunt a little? Uh, uh, maybe not quite yet. Alright, alright, alright. Um. So you wait, uh, you wait about 30 seconds, uh, and then you see the door open again. Um, and uh, the building itself, the front, this front part of the building itself is kind of small, um, kind of rudimentarily built, um, not super fancy. Um, and now you see kind of ducking through the front door and then walking out is this very tall, probably almost six and a half foot tall, half-orc woman with this this kind of faded, rough, leathery green skin. Um, uh, this dark, dark black hair that's shaved on one side and then combed over to the other. Um, you see tusks that are that are longer and a bit more severe than you see most half-orcs have. Um, you can tell just by looking at this woman that she's She's a bit more orc than she is human. <laughs> um, she's definitely half orc, but you can tell that the orc, the orcish genes have come through a bit more on her than on, than on some of the half orcs that you've seen in your time. Um, she comes through just as tall, probably six and a half foot, very very muscular, wearing this um, wearing uh, kind of a chainmail armor. Um, with a with a sword at her, um, kind of sheathed on her hip, um, and a shield attached to her back. Um, and she kind of ducks through this door, comes out, stand, and looks at both of you with these 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 eyes. They're very deep set in her in her face, but you can you can tell they're this just this dark green color, and she just looks at both of you with this, this, this piercing gaze. Uh, 
What are you here for? I'm, I'm here for my father. The coin man is your father? I mean, I was sent a letter saying that the place had him. She kind of sniffs and kind of wipes her face with the back of her arm. Did you bring the gold? Do we have the gold? I think you guys, yeah. if I remember correctly, I think you guys gathered it up. Less. Put it in a, like a, a sack. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we have it. But, but let me, let me use okay first. Make a persuasion check. just like put my hand on my scimitar and say a lot more sternly show me he's okay she just continues to stare at you she says, <laughs> you underestimate us little girl I don't recommend that course of action Intimidation check. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is not good. Yeah. Bad news bears. Oh boy. Oh yeah, that's enough five. Ryder, please help. Uh, I'm not there. Cannot help. She just looks Neither over. She looks over. Looks over towards you, Bozik, and she just says. <laughs> smart and you wouldn't have come in here making demands with just two of you. Now I think we're going to take you too and ask for more. Yeah. I mean, she just wants to see her, her, her father before, before we make this deal. You know? Here's your gold right here. You give us her father, and you get your gold. Like I said, I hey, want the hey, gold hey, first, hey. and then you can have him. 
You giving him the gold? Are you giving her the gold? Sorry. That's your call. That's your call, boss. Can okay from from the outside. Can we see the gate? Is the gate still open? What do we see from it's me, Ryder? Uh, you guys were a thing. bit. You guys were a bit around the corner, um, so you can't see the gate exactly from where you are, but you can see like the barricade. It's like a twenty foot tall gate, right? It's the gate isn't twenty foot tall. The the barricade, it's the wooden barricade around the gate the wall. itself is about fifteen feet tall. Um, I have a 20, 20 foot high wall and then a taller tower with a lookout post. Yeah, there's a lookout right? post on the front by the gate. Um, the wall is like somewhere between fifteen and twenty. Um, there is a the the tower is kind of in the kind of in the back of the of the camp. It's that it's the the tower that's connected to the building. Uh, it's not really a tower. It's just a right. just two a story. two story section of the building that has kind of a has kind of a pointed roof to it. So, okay, I'll, I'll try to inch up. Uh, I guess try not to be noticed because I know the archers probably. He might not be looking at us though because see, I, I, I'm I'm hoping that he's focusing on what's going on inside. But I want to try to get closer to see if I can see the gate and see if it's still open. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and make a stealth check for me. Wizards are not stealthy, by the way, guys. Uh, that's a... Where's my stealth? Just a one. No, it's a zero. Okay, so that's a big nine. Well, actually, you know what? Just his passive perception, I think, is high enough for that. I'm not... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well. You begin to walk up. Kind of, you kind of peek over, and you can see the gate. Um, it looks like um, I'm like behind a tree, you know. Yeah, from what you can, from what you can see, um, it looks like the gate uh, is still open. Okay. And the archer, can I see if he's facing me or the action inside? Um, as you kind of walk up and hide behind the and and kind of duck behind the tree, you kind of look out. Um, you hear. Who goes there? Identify yourself. Hey, boss, we got some more people out here. At which point during your conversation, uh, Parker, uh, you hear him shout down, shout this down, and the uh, the half work woman kind of looks over and she says, kind of smiles. At the, a grin towards on the side of her mouth. I'm gonna like take a couple She said, and she just kind of says, "So you brought friends." <laughs> this should be fun. She begins to walk over towards the gate. So you don't want to go first. No, yep, it's right she, here. She turns to the figure that let you, uh, the, the kind of cloaked figure that let you all in through the front gate, and she says, Keep an eye on them. Don't let them move. She begins to walk over towards the gate. See more, a couple seconds pass after you hear this archer shout off towards the back, and you see emerge. Uh, from the gate, this large um, half-orc woman kind of walks out from the gate and kind of 
looks around. As she emerges from the gate, I want to be hunched over back against the tree with my hood up if I can, uh, just shaking a little bit. Uh, and I have like my staff by my side, quarter staff on my side. And I want to notice her come out. And as she comes out, I want to be like, help me. I, I need some help. I need some food. I am starving. I need some food. Okay. Um, make a... Make a old lady check. Make a performance <laughs> check? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Is there anyone else watching me and Bozek? Um, yeah, that, that cloak figure. Other than, the, other, than the, other than the person that um, let you in through the gate... And the uh, there's the the person who was who was uh, the archer who was shooting down here now has kind of made his way over towards the has kind of made his way over towards the fire pit as well and is also keeping an eye on you. Um, and then there's also uh, the watchman who was up on the tower, um, kind of keeping watch. Is also kind of he's kind of he's kind of looking back and forth between what's happening on the outside of the on the outside of the camp and kind of keeping an eye on you guys as well a 10 a 10 yes the orc I, woman kind I, of I, the half orc woman kind of walks over there. and she just says if you want your friend to live, stand up and come inside here. Otherwise, I'll have her executed. And anyone else with you, bring them along. Well, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. I, I was nervous. I am um, not a fool. And with that, I, she turns not, back oh, around and begins to walk back into the begins to walk back into the encampment. She, I guess she looks follow. over again now and kind of glares over towards you, Parker, and she says, What did you think you were going to do here? Did you think you were going to distract me and then ambush us from the outside of the camp? What was your team going to me climb the walls this, and surprise us? This is her uncle. He's a, he's obviously a frail old man. No. He just came along with us because he was concerned for our safety. You don't even know what's happening out there, Bozek. You can't see out there. You were talking to Parker, who was right next to me. What do you mean? Yes, but you don't know that it was. You oh, don't know that it was Seymour. Probably you might have heard me. If she heard me. How much did how much did I hear from where I was between? Make a perception check. I hate everything about this. Plans. This is going exactly how I thought it would, Perfect. honestly. Uh, an 11. An 11? Uh, you hear... You hear some yelling um, coming from the direction of the encampment. Um, but you can't quite make out what's being said. 
And do I still have eyes on Seymour? Uh, Seymour would have kind of uh, rounded the corner away from you a bit. Um, so you wouldn't have been able to see him directly now. Okay, well, I would have wanted to maintain visual on Seymour, like further back, but I wanted to move up with him to see to still see him whenever he got around the corner. Okay. I thought I was going to be able to, I thought he moved up to where I could see him. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you were moving up where you could see him, you would have seen most of this go down. Okay. That's where a, am I? Just, I uh, you're back, kind of, uh, kind of back with the rest of the group, with, uh, with Larkel and, uh, Larkel and Fang. Oh. Okay, so would I have not heard Seymour's voice? I uh, don't think so, no. Alright, well, what, what was that, Parker? Neither of us would have heard him? Mm, with your perception checks, I don't think so. Your pat. What's your passive perceptions? All right. Twelve. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Mine's fourteen. Mine's fourteen. You would have heard something, but I don't know if you would have heard, if you would have been able to tell if it was Seymour or not. I don't think you would have been able to tell it was Seymour, but you did Fair hear. Enough. Well, instead of instead of what I said, I'm gonna retcon and say, "No, what are you talking about? We didn't. We didn't bring anyone." They're not with us. <laughs> Make a deception check. That's a sixteen. The um, the cloaked figure kind of looks over and just says, "Quiet, you. Stay where you're at. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut." I just kind of hobble inside, still have my cloak on. I have, I'm using my cane to, not cane, my quarterstaff to support myself and walk in. Um, I don't know if there's anyone at the gate, I'll try to hold my hand out, acting like I'm begging for food. Okay. Um, no one at the gate, just, uh, just this half-orc lady who is just watching you kind of walk past her, and she just kind of says, go over there with the rest of them points over towards where you now see Parker and Bozik standing around the fire pit. I hobble my way over there. Silently. And then she just and she says, the rest of your friends better be on their way. It, it, I don't know why she has an accent all of a sudden, but you know, <laughs> it happens. Is there any food around here? Quiet, you! And she kind of kicks out towards you. This is, uh... It's a 17 to hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, take three points of bludgeoning damage. Freaking and she kinda, points. Because <laughs> she kind of kicks you in towards the... Seymour goes down and... He goes unconscious. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Upon, upon, seeing the, that, uh, upon seeing that, upon seeing that, I feel like, <laughs> and he goes, "Hit you!" And wild shapes and casts him out of MC, and so all the mushrooms that were on his back, like all the spores, get stirred up around him. 
Okay. And what does that do? Um, so we're gonna uh, wake up his bonus hit points and the additional d6 on your melee last for 10 minutes. Who are you giving that it to? It doesn't say that it's verbal. Thing. No, that's me. Okay. So it's not affecting anyone around you? No, it's not affecting anyone around me until I tell it to. Okay. All right. Um, roll a sleight of hand check for me. Uh, if you would, please. Okay. I mean, I don't think it has any sort of... Tendency. I know, I know, but... Just... Nope, 14. 14. All right. Uh, so, what are the uh, what are the rest of you doing, uh, Ryder? What, what are you doing, Sierra? What are you doing? Um, I'm kind of. You go. No, go ahead. I'm kind of like pushing, nudging Raquel. Um, Raquel, Lark. <laughs> I walk up to Larkel and go, "Hey, man, this don't be feeling." He looks, he looks down towards you and says, I am with you. It does not feel right. Did be taking too long. He kind of nods towards you. Looks down towards Fang. He says, What do you think we should do? Dim ragamuffins be needing our help. Fang kind of looks over and he kind of crashes down, picks up some dirt, oh, does one of these, and I don't think everybody's going to be getting out of here alive today. I would like to immediately turn around and shoot Fang in the face for doing <laughs> that dirt. Don't do that! <laughs> Alright, um, what, what are you doing, uh, Ryder? Uh, I would like to try to sneak up as close as I possibly could. Okay, uh, make a stealth check for me, please. Sweet. Uh, 24. 24? Oh. That's a good one. You um, you walk out as you begin to kind of sneak forward. Uh, here again, you, hey boss, there's more of them out here. Hey, you, behind the tree, come out here. Really? Holy crap! This rolled rad. He rolled a natural crap. twenty. Crazy, hey, He rolled a natural twenty. Sorry. <laughs> We're wrecked, dude. This is over. They saw our Hello. move, man. I would just, uh, I would walk up and I would be like, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, do you... I don't want to hear uh, it. Get in here. Let's go. All of you. Let's go. All the rest of you, whoever you got back there. I, don't, I can see, I can see all your friends back there. All three of them. Let's go. Everybody in here. Okay. First off, you think a tabaxi like me 
is going to be now with, with the people. I, I don't care. What, I, I don't even care what you have to say. Come on, get in here before I shoot you with my crossbow. Let's go. How, how is he hidden behind cover? Uh, he's got about half cover from you right now. Because where he's at, um, the watchtower he's on is the the base of it's just a bit lower than the than the top of the barricade, so that he's like kind of looking out over the barricade at you. And uh, the big orc lady, is she standing next to anybody? Her um, her attention has now been drawn towards you. Um, now that this watchman is kind of yelling out towards you and she's now standing here near the gate and kind of looking out and just kind of, um, just kind of standing near the gate there menacingly, um, while this, uh, watchman calls out towards you. So she's not standing next to any of my compatriots? Currently, no. Um, Seymour has kind of made his way past and into... The camp towards the fire pit and has joined um, Parker and Bozik. We are okay. I, I guess I make my way in since there, there's no. Okay. As she as she shouts out um, towards. As with his natural 20, he was able to kind of look over and see uh, the rest of the party who was now beginning to also creep up. Um, uh, Zero, what would Actually, you like to do? Um, cast my mage armor. All right. So you cast mage armor. Do you? Uh, what else would you? You beginning to move up? Yes, I'm going to move up. All right. You guys moved up. Larkel is going to nod towards you as well and also begin to uh, move up. And as, as you all begin to kind of walk up towards the towards the gate, Larkel kind of reaches out, Ryder, and puts his hand on your shoulder, and he just says, Stay behind me. I will go first. And then uh, as, we're, as we're walking the gate together, I want to, uh, I want to make sure that I pass by the lady you know get like close to her within mm -hmm. what you would call melee range um and i want to make sure I'm far enough ahead of our kill so it's just me and her next to each other and I, as i as i go to walk by her i just want to go uh i'm sorry everybody uh, i had to take my shot and as i walk by her i want to stab her with my rapier <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, at this point, uh, no. I'm going to have uh, everybody roll for initiative, please. Real, real quick, how close am I to the cloaked dude? How close uh, am I currently, you're about, about 20 feet from him. Okay. I'll pull up the map and everything for you guys to see in just a moment here. Uh, let me go ahead and see if I can get some battle music flowing. What, so you mean you anticipated us having a fight here? 
thought this was going to be a purely role-playing counter. Sure. Because <laughs> the last two weeks wasn't pure role-play. Right. I mean, it could have been pure role-play. That was an option. It could have, but... Yeah, I, I couldn't grab on my way in there, so... It was a failure. Alrighty. Let me go ahead and give everybody a look at the map here. Map should be loaded up for everybody now. Hey, you can adjust the volumes on your side, right? Yeah. Can you turn the birds down a little notch? Yeah, I'll, so turn, like, I'll pull the yeah, birds down. The music's good. There's music? Yes. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, we're good, we're good. Still want to hear them, but just slower. Oh! Alright. Let's go ahead and have everybody roll for initiative, please. Once I have everybody added to the order. Twelve. You can enter it yourself in the turn order. Yeah, if oh. you look at there's a turn order there, and you click that zero can put the number in, type Ooh, the number and then hit enter and it will add. Big initiative, Bozik. Uh, somebody, I, somebody, my surprise round? Uh, yeah, we're going to cover that as soon as everybody's done. Okay. Uh, we're going to cover that as soon as everybody's done really initiative. Um, so who wants to run Fang in combat for me? I will do it. Not me. Wait, yeah. I'm a wizard. I forgot I'm not a rogue. Ah! Uh, I'll, I'll do it. I'm. I don't have much to have much on my plate as far as combat goes here. All right. I will give you access to his character sheet. I was like, oh no, I have a lot more things to think about. He should be <laughs> in your know. journal now. <laughs> um. Yeah, instead of just hiding. Exactly. So go ahead and roll initiative for him, please, if you would, sir. Oh man, it's my second natural twenty tonight. Bruh. Get him out the way! Get him out the way! Right before combat. <laughs> right. I find it very frustrating. I rolled better for him than I did for me. Initiative is up. Cool. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you'd go ahead, if you go ahead with your surprise round, please, uh, sir. Go ahead and roll to hit, please. All right. That is a twenty-two. Twenty-two will hit. Sweetness. 12, 17, 
20 points. 20 points of damage? Yep. Alright, good to know. Brings us to the top of the round. Um, the half-orc woman uh, rolled very well on her initiative and is going first. Um, being that you just stabbed her, um, she's not going to be super happy about that, and she is going to attack you, Mr. Ryder. Makes sense. Does Fang really only have 19 hit points? Dude... Our hit point rolls have been garbage. His hit point rolls have been okay, really bad. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, he and I both rolled a two for our last level up for hit points. Nice. Actually, highest highest hit points in the squad right now is actually Parker. Believe it or not. Forty-three. She's, she's actually bang. right now, right now, it's me because I've got thirty-six plus twelve, whatever that. Matters. Temporary hit points don't count. <laughs> yeah, but you said right now, right now. Yeah, but temporary hit points don't count. Your mom doesn't count. Depends on what day it is. All right, let's go. Uh, let's see. Uh, she's gonna draw. She pulls her shield off her back and then she draws this. Um, draws this gnarly looking long sword out of the out of the sheath on her belt um, and is going to go for an attack against you here Ryder um, oh man that's a natural three that's gonna miss and then it's gonna attack you again that one will that one's gonna hit I believe it's a natural 19 so it's a 25 to hit yeah. Okay. Wait, extra attack. That means she's level five. Well, it's different for NPCs. Okay. Really? Uh, that is going to be, let's see, five. It's going to be six points of slashing damage to you, Ryder. Alright, alright. Okay, and um, she is going to use um, her second wind to recover some hit points. Oh my gosh, her rolls are so bad. <laughs> she rolled a one. <laughs> Good Yay lord. For us. Boo for you. So she's gonna get a grand total of that many hit points back. Okay. Um, with that, uh, she is going to uh, maneuver around this way between you and the rest of the folks who are just coming into the gate here. Um, that is the end of her turn. Uh, it is now Fang's turn. Uh, Fang is going to cast uh, Hunter's Mark on her. Okay. 
And then that's his bonus action, or that's his action, right? No, bonus action. Oh, that's a bonus action. Hunter's mark is a bonus okay. action. Okay. Yep. Then um, he's going to actually let me let me grab him. I can't grab him. You should be able to move him around. I can't. Did I not give you control of his? Hold on. Um. It says edited and controlled by. You're not able to move his token around. Nope. Are you moving the right token? Is it the one uh, to the left of zero? Yeah. Yep, won't let me even click it. Let me try to see if you can drag his token onto the board. From the journal? Yeah. Okay. Can you move it now? Yes, I can. Alright, yeah, just put it back where it was. It was here. Well, but I, I put it where I was going. Okay, that's fine. Let me add him back to the, uh, gotta add him back to the turn order here. Okay. He rolled a 19 initiative, right? Correct. Okay. Let me move this back down. There we go. Alright, go ahead. And then I want to, uh, take an attack her with, uh, he's got, it's like, two-handed longsword? Yeah. So I'm gonna attack her with a two-handed longsword. Okay. That's an eight. Uh, and I'm flanking, so rolling twice. Ooh, it got better. Um, a 21. 21 hits. Now let me find my D10, because I don't use those. There we go. Four. Uh... That's it? Huh. Six. Oh, wait, no. And a d6 for Hunter's Mark. Uh, ten, ten, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Alright. And that's his turn. Okay. Uh, that brings us to our guy up here on the tower. Um, he is going to um, look over the tower. Um, hold up his crossbow, um, and he's gonna fire at you, Ryder, because you're the one who started the fight. So, them's them's the rules. I'm I'm aware. Unfortunately, I'm aware. I wish it were otherwise, but you know how it do. All right, he's gonna attack with the crossbow. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Ouch. Alright. That is going to be... Uh, four points? No. Yeah, four points of piercing damage. Um, okay. Then, uh... That's going to be... That's all he can do. That turn. Um, 
That brings us to back to you, Ryder. I'm going to uh, smiggity smacker. That's uh, 20. Wait, 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 wait. That's a 20. 20? Alright, 20 hits. Four. Uh, 12 points of damage. Uh oh, what did we lose? Autumn. I mean, Parker. Okay, um. Is that the end of your turn, Ryder? No. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, brings us to the archer down here. Um, is going to back up this way. Go here. Um, sucks that Parker just peaced out because he's attacking her. Hmm. Um, oh, I remember how much damage he does. Let's look at her sheet here and see what her AC is. Fourteen. Just misses. That one hits. Welcome back. Sorry, you got shot in the face and you're dead. You're not dead, but you are getting what? shot at. <laughs> oh no. Yes. Uh, you, you take. Um, you're going to take eight points of piercing damage, Parker, uh, from this oh. bowman down here that fired at you with his with his longbow. Uh, he takes two shots at you. And they one of them go, kind of goes wide. Um, and the other one kind of catches you kind of um, kind of in the in the shoulder area. Give us a give us an arrow. Give you an arrow? All right, let's see. I got an arrow. I got an arrow. How much did you say? Eight. Nice. Eight points. Eight Ooh, points of piercing it. damage. Y'all heard it? Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah, so that was two of them. Yeah, keep the sound effects up. There yeah, you go. there you go. Okay. Um, so that brings us to the end of his turn. Uh, Zira. Ah, oh, the one closest to me. That's the orc, half-orc lady? It is the half-orc lady, yes. Attack that beach. Yeah. Zira kind of squares her shoulders like, Do one thing I hate more than the elves. Be a orc. That be throwing their weight around. And then she casts... Cast what? Hex. Hex, alright. Alright, and what would you... And what, um... <laughs> what saving throw would you like to give her disadvantage on? Um... You have a choice. You can you can give her a disadvantage on any of her saving throws. Those either strength, dex, con, uh, int, wisdom, or charisma. Strength. She's a warrior, or she she appears to be pretty uh, 
physically strong, yeah. Sword and board. Uh, then I guess strength. Alright. So she's now Hex and has... Yeah, this is saving I believe it's... What does Hex say? Does it say ability checks or does it say saving checks? Is it ability checks? Let me let me check the spell. What You have Hex in front of you, Zira? You place the curse on a creature that you can see within range. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Also choose one ability when you cast the spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks. Ability checks. Ability. Got it. Okay, so so disadvantage on strength ability checks. Got it. Um, let's see if we can get a hex sound going here. Do you, what do you? What else do you do besides cast hex? There we go. Um. Wasn't super loud, but it happened. Nice. Can I do infestation or no? Uh. That's a cantrip. Yeah. Hex is a bonus action, right? Hex is a bonus action, yeah. So let's give her fleas. All right. So what does that do? The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw or it takes 1d6 poison damage. Okay. Let me go ahead. It was a constitution saving throw you said? Yes. And what's your what's your DC? Your spell DC? It'll be your spell save DC in your spell section of your uh, of your character sheet. Oh, 13. I'm sorry. All right, she rolled a natural 18, so unfortunately she saves. So I believe it's no damage when she saves from that one. Um, She's wanna, still really itchy, though. Did you yeah. want to? Did you want to move anywhere? No. All right. So I believe that's the end of your turn. Brings us to Seymour. Alright, um, man, that changed a lot. I was going to do something, but then things, plans changed. So I will go ahead and, alright, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and look over at Parker and, uh, I'm going to pull out a pinch of powdered iron out of my component's pouch, smash my hands together, and I'm going to say, um, Magna! And I'm going to make, I'm going to enlarge uh, Parker. Okay. Um, Parker, you feel this energy uh, begin to surge through you as all of a sudden you feel yourself begin to grow. And you are now twice your original size as you are now enlarged. Yeah, so the, the, the target size is doubled. The weight is multiplied by eight. Um, and it says, let's see, you grow from medium to large and you gain a D4. You deal an extra D4 of damage on every attack. And you have advantage oh, okay. on strength saving throws and checks. All I'm saying is, I'm about to be really overpowered. <laughs> As if you weren't already. Uh, I was looking at your character sheet. I know what you can does. Yeah. True. 
Um, okay. I'm gonna back up a little bit. All right. That's gonna end my turn. Just gonna hide in these little tent in this little tent area here. Okay. Um. All right. That's gonna bring us to Larkel's turn. Still haven't decided what Larkel wants to do. Um. First of all, um, he is going to rage. Um, Solid opener. Solid opener. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's what he do. Um, he get real, real angry. Larkel's version of, of raging is a bit different. It's not quite anger. It's more just like like reveling in combat, you know? His, his rage is... He's not really like, a, he's, he's not really excited an, to be battling. Yeah, it's not really an angry kind he's of rage. He's, yeah. he's kind of like Thor. Yeah. 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 Similar. Pretty similar to that. Um So he is going to dang, what is he going to do here? Let me see what he's got available. Alright, he is going to um, use a bonus action. I think it's a bonus action. Yeah, he's going to use a bonus action. Um, and as you as you guys watch... Um, who's sending messages? Stop that. Autumn's just saying our computer is struggling. Oh. Um, as, as, you, as you watch, um, Larkel kind of pulls down the... Um, pulls down his mace and ching, the, the spikes come out and you hear him kind of mutter some words um, under his breath and as he does that the, all of a sudden the, the mace begins to and just catches this like this like deep kind of purplish this kind of purple like dark purple with like these bright purple highlights of like it's very um, corrupt looking fire He's going to uh, run over towards this lady, um, and he's going to hit her with that. Going to make an attack roll for Larkel here. Oh! <laughs> he rolled a natural twenty, folks. Good lord, man! This is gonna this is gonna hurt. <laughs> oh, good lord! Yay, barbarian crits! Oh my goodness, y'all. This is going to be... Oh no. He doesn't He doesn't have Brutal Critical yet, so okay. it's not going to be that nasty. I mean, it's not going to be like that, that nasty, but it is going to be nasty. That's like, um, what, level 8 or something? I don't remember what level it is, but... Um, so, Ten. okay. Let me figure out the damage. So, he's using... He's using Searing Smite. Um, so he needs to roll the damage, which is this, okay, so that's, uh, four points fire damage, and, really, roll a one on his damage roll. 
Um, uh, so that's two plus five, seven plus four, 11 points of damage total on a crit. Blech. So I guess it wasn't that nasty. Either way, um, deals that to her, and as he hits her with this, you see this, you see this purple corrupted fire begin to uh as he hits her with it it transfers from his from his mace over to her and now she's kind of burning with this with this kind of like cursed fire um and uh, that means that i believe at the end of each of her turns or no at the at the start of her turn she has to take make a constitution saving throw and she takes fire damage if she fails So she is now burning with this corrupt fiendish fire. Um, that's going to end Larkel's turn. Um, that is going to bring us to um, this guy's turn. He is going to, uh, he sees now, Parker, you grow to this enlarged state and his eyes get really wide as he watches you, as he watches you grow. Um, he's going to back up over here, away from you. Um, and he is going to, um, he's going to cast magic missile at you. No, no, he's not. He's not going to cast magic missile. He's going to cast Hold Person um, against you, uh, Parker. Um, so you see him pull like this, um, the small, um, the small, very straight like ingot of iron out of his pocket, and he begins to and he begins to wave his hands kind of in the air and draws a glyph, um, and then you hear him kind of mumble these words in arcane language. Um, as he does, you see the energy, um, see the energy leave his hand, and as it does, I need you, um, Parker, to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Fourteen. Fourteen just succeeds. Yeah. So you are not held by the whole person's spell. As the spell fails to take effect, you see him just kind of <clears throat> curse under his breath. Um, and that's going to be the end of his turn. And that brings us to you, Parker. Um. Okay, how far away is he from me? Uh, the guy that just cast. Wait, 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 wait. Since I'm bigger, can I move further? Uh, you still, your movement's still 30 feet, um, but you occupy more space. As you can see by your now enlarged token. 
Okay, how far away am I from... Oh, okay, actually... Yeah, you can use your measure tool. You're about 30 I feet from that guy. I don't know how to do that. 20 from that guy. 20 from Seymour. Okay, I'm going to use my bonus action to change my scimitar. We'll do a great sword just because it's cool. All right. The scimitar begins to transform. I don't know if I have it. I don't know if I have a sound effect for a transforming weapon. Let's see. No, that was great, man. I have this one. I don't know why it had blood at the end of it, but sure. <laughs> go with it. Okay, and then I'm going to go up and I want to go up to this guy and I want to hit him. Alright, go ahead and roll to attack with the greatsword, please. Oh man, 12? Uh, 12 just hits. Oh, whew, yes! Okay, give me just a second, I gotta add all my things. Yep, I believe a greatsword is, it's either a 2d6 or a 1d12, I don't remember. It's a 2d6. 2d6, okay. So yeah, you've got a 2d6, um, plus your strength modifier, plus 1d4 for brute, plus 1d4 for enlarge. Whoa. 17. 17 points of damage. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you wallop that guy real good. You give him a walloping. Noise. Um, <laughs> that's going to put him at... Noise. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Steamboy, that was smart. Real smart. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> uh, he's looking real hurt. You hit him pretty hard. Yeah. He's He's not doing real hot right now. Um, Bozik, you're up. Question. Sure. So, Sanctuary says you you ward a creature within range against attack. So would that be considered an aura, or is that, or is that just saying the range is thirty feet? You can only ward them within thirty feet. Can that, I cast Sanctuary on someone and then get yeah, out of that? Sanctuary is not Sanctuary is not an aura. Sanctuary is just a buff you give somebody essentially. I think you cast it 30 okay, cool. feet away and then you can move wherever yeah it's like okay, a buff cast it on okay. someone okay cool well uh i would like to reach into my pocket and get out a small mirror and 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 point it towards seymour's direction and say seymour stay safe okay and then i want to run up i think attacking in sanctuary yeah on him. I think huh? I think I don't think you can attack if you have sanctuary up. I think it ends it. I don't think you can deal damage while sanctuary is up. The warded creature makes an attack, casts a spell that affects it. You're right. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a defensive thing to like if you're like protecting somebody who isn't who's just like trying to run away or something. Okay. All right. Well, that changes everything. Yeah, I just wanted to make oh, sure you do that before sure. before you. Uh... <laughs> I appreciate that. What the hell? 
because it can be a little bit confusing at first. So I just wanted to make sure you were aware of that. So no sanctuary. Hard. Yeah. Agreed. It's just because I know in Critical Role. Yeah, in Critical Role they had their they had some confusion with sanctuary, which is the reason I remember it. So. Well, I want to go up there, right there, and okay, and I want to run get the past map. giant Parker. And what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna hit him. All right, go ahead and roll to attack. Oh. How much? It's a. That is a ten. Ten. Unfortunately, as you as you um, as you walk over, and he's so worried about maneuvering around this giant lady that just ran up and just cleaved through him with a great sword. Um, he kind of he kind of tries to like dodge out of the way of some of her movement, and as he does so, your your swing kind of goes wide um, as you as you kind of falsely predicted the. The movement that he was making. All right, and that ends my turn. Okay. Um, that brings us back to the top of the round. Our orcish, half orcish lady is uh, going to make her turn now. Um, she is. Um. Oh, she needs to make a Constitution saving throw. Ooh, yeah, that's a save, which means the searing smite on her ends. Um, Ryder, she's gonna, she's gonna keep coming after you. She's uh, got a bit of a bit of a vendetta as you are the one that stabbed her and so far I think the only one that actually damaged her so or no so there's some other people that damaged her yeah they both they both did she's gonna do she's gonna do one attack against you and she's gonna do one get one attack against Larkel um, because she's still not happy about you starting this fight so but she's also not happy about the seven and a half foot tall tiefling that's in front of her either. So she is going to do both. Nope. Uh, attack against you, Riders, a natural one. And against Larkel is going to be a 21, which does hit. Gonna be fifteen points of slashing damage halved because he is raging. Uh, so that's gonna be 
eight points slashing damage to Lorkel. Um, and she cannot really go anywhere. <laughs> no, she's got to move. She's going to move. Um, she's going to take a lot of attacks of opportunity here, but she has to move so she is going to run this way well, that's an attack of opportunity for Fang Markel and Ryder uh, let me see how far she can run here towards the fire pit there. Um, so go ahead and roll Ryder for the attacks of opportunity for both you and Fang, please. Okay, uh, for Fang, one at a time. For Fang, it's an 18. 18 misses. 18 misses. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, and for me, it's a 20. 20 hits. Roll for Larkel. That is a 12 19 plus points of damage. 7. Twelve plus seven is nineteen. That just hits. All right. You said nineteen points of damage. Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. So he uh, he deals eight. So 19 plus 8, I'll deal 27 points of damage to her while she, when she moves a, moves away. How how injured does she look? Uh, now she looks pretty injured, um, but still able to fight. She's taken quite a bit of damage. Yep, she has. Um, that's going to bring us to, uh, Fang's turn. Uh, Fang is going to, um, actually min. So like here. Okay. Uh, pull out his hand crossbow and try to shoot her with a hand right. crossbow. Go ahead and roll to attack hand crossbow. That is a natural 19, so a 22. That will hit. Nice. Uh, so 1d4. And then he's going to... I, I want to make sure I'm using this right. It's called the Colossal Slayer. It says when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, the creature takes an extra 1d8 damage if it's below its hit point maximum. Uh, it's so only, assuming... only creatures, though. I don't think it counts against people. Okay, well then I, I won't work with that. I, I think. I'll have to double check that, but I think that's... Anyways, you fire a crossbow shot. Ooh, look at them sound, boys. And it's a uh, six. Six points damage. of piercing damage? Yes. All right. Okay. 
Does that end this turn? Uh, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Hunter's Mark is still a thing. Oh, yep, so sure five is. five more points of damage. Five more points of damage. All right. Excellent. Now that ends his turn. Excellent. All right, that brings us to our archer boy up here. Um, he is going to fire his crossbow at Fang. Uh, that is a that is a thirteen to hit. Does that hit Fang? Negative. Negative. All right. Reload. Fire again. And that's even lower than that. That does not hit. Both of them go wide. This guy's not having a good day. All right. That brings us to Ryder. I want to... Uh, give me a second. Okay. This I'm going to ask... I want to, because I'm 20 feet away from her, right here. Mm -hmm. I want to move the 20 feet, attack, and then disengage 10 feet. Is okay. that like a, a thing I can do? Yeah, you can do it. Okay. That's what I want to do. I'm moving here. I'm a flacker with my rapier. That is a 21. How much? Uh, 21. Say it one more time for me, sorry. 21. 21, that'll hit. Okay, sorry, I wasn't catching what you're saying. A little laggy. And then that's. Fifteen points of damage. Fifteen. All right. Yep. And then I guess as a bonus action, I just want to disengage, like, be here. Well, can I get at the base of this? I don't know where you Ryder? are. Nothing's moved for me. Was that ten feet? Can I go there? Is that ten feet from where you were? Well, right? no, but I, I realize that I, I can disengage as a bonus action, and I can move further to disengage than the 30 feet, can I? Or can I only go 10 feet? No, you can only, you only had 10 feet of movement left. Okay, well there, that's 10 feet. Alright. That's my turn. Alrighty. Brings us to this guy here. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yikes. Uh, he's just gonna pull out a blade out of a sheath and just I guess attack Parker. I don't know. That'll hit. It's a modified 20 to hit. Um, it's going to be five points of slashing damage to you, Parker. Nice. Second attack. Ow, my toes. Same roll. Another modified 20. Um... And that's six points slashing damage. See, kind of just pulls a sword out of a sheath and just everything else be damned. He's going in. <laughs> He's just gonna try. This try is to get you. Injured I've ever been. 
those two sword slashes against you. He's that's all he can do. That's the end of his turn. Zira, you're up. Um, can she hit the guy on the the thing, the um, the watchtower where from where depends she depends on depends on what you're trying to hit him with. If I hit him with like shatter, would that hit Lork Lorkel? No. He's about he's about uh this guy's about ten or so feet above you. Okay, um, I wanna try it. Alright. Go for it. Uh what does cast need require I mean what does the cast require you to do for shatter? Let's see. I think he just I think he makes a con save if I remember correctly. I think he Yeah, a constitution saving throw. Okay. And then also the tower <laughs> has to make a constitution saving throw <laughs> with disadvantage because it is a structure and it is shatter, so trash it. Let's see what you happens. You can ask Derek. You can you can ask everybody from our old campaign. I love the shatter spell. Love it. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's really nice. Yep, shatters what got Zim and Mott killed. That's not what got them killed. That's what no, blew up the. That's what blew up that uh, that generator. Oh, that's right. Yep, it is. Wow. No, their their poor rolls <laughs> on getting off the ship is what killed them. <laughs> My. My terrible decision. Anyways, so he failed he failed his con save, so if you want to go ahead and roll the damage for that spell, uh Zira. Ooh, eighteen. Eighteen total? Yeah. Oof. Nice. No. So eight eighteen total damage for Shatter? Yes. Oh man. Oh man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> the, the tower takes double that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And the tower failed its con save too. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, he takes 18 points of damage, still alive, except as he kind of reels back from taking the damage from this spell, as you, um, as you kind of, as you release the spell and it hits the, um, it hits the tower... All of a sudden, the tower begins to kind of creak, and you see now that that the the damage kind of broke some of the some of the planks and some of the supports that were holding the tower up. The tower begins to creak. I'm gonna roll to see which direction this tower is gonna fall because this is gonna make a big difference here. Uh oh no! Can he take fall damage? <laughs> Yeah, but that's not yeah, what I'm rolling for right now. Me and Fang can also take a uh, tower falling on top of us damage. True. Oh. But, uh, you, you still should have done exactly what you did. It was awesome. Way. I like it, yeah. It was fantastic. Okay. Um, I need Fang to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no! See here, dexterity saving throw. Eesh. Eesh. Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, unfortunately, this tower begins to crumble and it just. 
the whole thing just collapses onto the ground and unfortunately fang isn't able to get isn't able to jump out of the way in time uh he's going to take Fourteen points of piercing damage as some of the uh, as some of the debris and, shra and shrapnel from this falling tower kind of pierces into his side as it kind of collapses on top of him. Um, Fang is now also prone, and he is restrained. Ouchie kabibbles! Nobody tell Ryan. <laughs> Nobody tell Ryan. He's almost dead. Yeah. Not the first time. <laughs> he got a free gallbladder removal. Um, also, this guy's just dead. This guy's gone. He's out of there. That fall damage killed him. Also, there's now a tower blocking Larkel's path into the camp. One way, he could go towards Seymour, right? Yeah, he could probably... Well, he's a big guy. There's a, it's a long ways he'd around. He'd have to kind of bust through that tent, but he could make it. Because this tower is like, it like fell, it's because of the direction it fell. It's all, it's here. So, I mean, it's covering this entire, I'll just draw it here for you. It's covering all of this. That boy did it. <laughs> Fang almost dead, bruh. Fang is currently prone and he is considered restrained. That's just a really just a really unlucky roll <laughs> as far as the yeah. as far as the falling direction. At least it didn't fall on both of you guys. Um Okay, uh Zero, you still have movement. And you still have oh. bonus action. Um, can I... I don't think there's any way I could move forward since that stuff is there, huh? You could try. Uh, can I use Thunder Wave to, like, push some of the debris away? Uh, you already used... Is Thunder Wave a cantrip? No. Yeah, you already used... Uh, the only You can only use a... Um, you only have a bonus action, so you'd only be able to use a, a bonus action... And if you have a cantrip that's a bonus action, it's all you'd be able to really use right now. But you've already cast a spell this turn, so... No, but then I can't really do anything else. Okay. Did you want to move, or you want to stay where you are? I'm going to stay right there for now. Okay. That brings us to Seymour's turn. Uh, Y'all want to take a quick break? 8.15. It's up to you guys. Uh, Let's do it at the top of the round. Oh, Roy. Figured I'd mention. Um... So, yeah, we didn't start late, that, so that's true. That's true. All this wreckage, uh, debris everywhere. Um, Seymour is still holding this spell and concentrating on this spell, uh, but he will then cast Ray of Frost onto the half orc lady. Okay. that requires an attack roll yes yes I'm all right that's that's good uh 24 24 hits 
that deals five points of cold damage and her speed is reduced by 10 feet until my next turn. All right. Um, so you reach your hand out and as you cast Ray of Frost, how much damage did you say it dealt? Five points of cold damage. Five points of cold damage, excellent. All right, and her movement is reduced by 10 feet, got it. All right, uh, do you wanna move anywhere or is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna conduct a little bit. Actually, I'll just go right here. That'll okay. end my turn. All right. That's gonna bring us to uh, Larkel's turn. Um, as he sees this entire thing just fall down in front of him, um, he sees it kind of collapse on top of um, on top of Fang. Um, he is going to uh, run over up on top of the debris, um, and he is going to use his action to um, try to pull Fang out from under the debris. Um, it's going to be an athletics check for him, which he does have advantage on because he is raging. Oof, natural 19. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, with that, he kind of reaches down and kind of pulls. <laughs> Do not worry, friend. Then he kind of pulls down and grabs Fang by the arm and then kind of just pulls him up and then just kind of sets him down on his feet and then just kind of nods at him and then he's going to continue to run over here towards her and on, and he uses action so he can't attack but that's going to be the end of his turn. Um... It's going to bring us to this guy over here. Um, he is going to... Um, saw you, Seymour, cast Ray of Frost. Um, and is now realizing that there's another uh, magic wielder on the field. So he is going to move to, actually, I think he can see you. Yeah, a little bit. He's going to move here so you get a better view of you. Um, and then he is going to cast um, yep. You see, um, you see, all of a sudden, as he kind of begins to, as he kind of begins to uh, mutter, he begins to mutter words under his breath and kind of make these very grand hand motions in the air. You see fire kind of begin to gather. He's going to and shoot a scorching ray at you, which is scorching ray. I don't have scorching ray. Wait, wait, wait. At me. This, this sound effect will probably work. I'm gonna shoot Scorching Ray at you. Uh, the first scared. one. What is his? Oh, it's this. Okay, uh, it's a 19 to hit for the first ray. That hits. Okay, that's one hit. 
Okay, the next one is a 14 to hit. Shield. Okay. And the third one, that's a natural two. So you're hit by one of these scorching rays. That's going to be 10 points of fire damage. All right. Still alive. Did you make your con save? Yeah, you need to make a constitution saving throw for me True. for uh, your concentration on enlarge, please. That's a 10. So success. 10 just succeeds. Yeah. So you maintain concentration on the enlarge on Parker. Speaking of whom... Parker, it is now your turn. Okay. So I'm gonna move... Here. Okay. Right here. Okay. And that gives me advantage on my attack. Right? Blank. Sick! I'm gonna hit him. Alright. Wait, what did you lose health from? The two Parker? slashes. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to remember. Also, can we not see friendlies in health bars? Uh, health no, you cannot. Good. Got an 18 to hit. 18 to hit. That'll hit. I think at this point... Let's go ahead and roll your damage for that attack. Without adding my modifiers, I've already gotten 12. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> out of there. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. For the full effect, dead. 22. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. Rip. So you just come down with the greatsword, just... And the greatsword just cuts through, and he just... Kind of just slumps to the ground. Blood begins to pool out into the grass beneath him. Um, cool. Let me mark him. Way That's overpowered. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Um. That brings us to Bozik. Wait, 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 wait. Can I move? Yeah, yeah. You can move. Well, you moved a little uh, bit, but you still have some movement left. Okay. You moved. Hold on. Let me see how much you moved. Well, you like went five, uh, ten feet. You went, yeah, you went 10 feet, so you have, you have 20 feet of movement left. Can I move right there? Yeah. Can I move closer? Uh, yeah. One more block closer. There? Yep. Okay. All right. Brings us to the top of the round. Go ahead and take a quick break. Noise. Rip. I mean, I Wait, mean, Bozak didn't uh, go. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Go. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, Bozik's turn. Sorry. Go for it, Bozik. Wait. 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 Okay, go. Sorry, I had to. Right, well, I had to put the music back on. Go for it. Uh, seeing Seymour get attacked, uh, Bozek is gonna say, "Get this one too, Ryder!" and cast uh, and and touch touch Ryder and <laughs> Parker said Parker uh, and touch Parker on the back and cast guidance on her. Which gives her a D4 to strength checks, um, and say, "Tackle him! Tackle him!" And uh, then would like to move over. Nope, not there. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I assume that movement went around him. Yeah, I mean, around or, Parker and around him, yeah. Did it... Okay, all right, never mind, I see. I thought you were... Never mind, you're good. No, I just... Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. I... Right yeah, yeah, it's fine. Cool. And then... Uh, that'll end my turn. Okay. Now we'll go ahead and take a quick break, and we will come back in about... Uh, when everybody comes back. Probably around 10 minutes or so. Cool. Combat. Woot. Parker is way overpowered, and I love every second of it. <laughs> Having a great time. Poweredness. By, uh, by the way, the thing, the actions you can make in combat that would require an ability check would be like a grapple, which would restrain someone, which would mean that they can't cast any spells. I mean, you can also attack him. I'm just saying, I'm giving you the option. So. Okay, gotcha. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I just like giant overpowered Parker. That's super cool. I also have a thing that gives me another action, so I'm not even using Parker to her full like extent. Oh, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, at, at no point in time should you help the DM. Help, help the um what? The DM. Like, don't help him. Ooh, when no. do we do that? Don't help him by holding back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never hold back. Alright, I'll be right back.
Hello. Hello. Did you get my message about not being here the next couple weeks? Yes, I did. I would have I would have mentioned it earlier, but we weren't a hundred percent sure we were going to go because of you know Corona and stuff. Yeah, it'll it'll work out. Um, specifically because of the uh, the previous your previous note or whatever that you got while you were in town uh, that I totally forgot to uh, send you the information about. Um, it will cover some stuff that will allow you to be away for a little while. Sweet action. Yeah. So it will work out. What? Penis spellcaster is hard. Ah. That's too many things. Yep. I don't know what's the right decision ever. Me either. Yeah, there's I wish there was more bonus action spells. I understand why there's not, but still. Yep. It is what it do. Nikki is such a troll, man. She was over there by my coffee, and I was like, I'm out of coffee, aren't I? And she said, nope, there's just a tad bit, and there's literally one drop. Like, I didn't even think the drop would make it to my mouth, because it would be spread across the, the length of the cup. You didn't ask for specifics. You asked if there was any coffee left, to which the answer was yes. Yeah. Yep, that's true. That's true. That's a baby. That is squeak. I, I laugh if the if the baby just just threw up on you right now. Just bleh, yeah, all over the place. Hey, squeak, we're in battle right now. You need to run. You need to go fight. <laughs> you like always listening. <laughs> I love screens, man. Especially screens with people on them. Yeah. Oh my goodness. People. Oh, bless you. I think she just, she just had butt in my computer. <laughs> oh, bad parenting. No, over the weekend, um, I went and visited 
um, my my older sister has has two kids, my niece and nephew. Well, Where's that spit up you're wishing for. <laughs> the um, she has two kids, my niece and nephew, um, but her her husband's sister, um, unfortunately, um, has an addiction problem. Um, and w- was having her kids taken away from her. Um, so my older sister and her husband, um, drove up to North Carolina where they lived and picked up all three of her kids, um, all under the age of 10. Um, and they're all now, um, living with my older sister. Jeez. Um, she's taking care of five kids right now. Um, all under the age of 10. That's a full house, man. Um, yeah, two of them nine, uh, two of them seven and there's one three-year-old um so over the weekend um they all came to they all went to visit uh my parents so i went in as well and um the one nine-year-old uh one nine-year-old kid uh, his name's grayson you know, he's super into Fortnite and super into, uh, you know, all that Fortnite, Minecraft, all that stuff. You know, so I was, and he was, I, I guess he just, I, I mean, I, I understand. I think he was, over the weekend, I think he was just, you know, spending family time. But because of that, also kind of, you know, thinking about, you know, other rougher things in his life, you know, and just seemed kind of, kind of down and everything, so I was just like, so I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to talk to this kid about video games all day, just make him forget about his, you know, just forget about his worries, so I really, I just sat with him for the most of the day, and we just hung out, and I was just like, I was just like, what do you think about this video game, what do you, what do you do about this, what do you do about that, what do you do about that, and just talking to him all day about video games. So then that night when I was leaving, I was like, that night when I was leaving, I was like, hey man, I'm leaving. Um, I'll give you a fist bump or a hug, but you, I'll let you, I'll let you pick. So he gives me a fist bump, and then he gets up and he gives me a hug, and I was like, nice. I'm the cool uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It was just, uh, you know, I just, hopefully I helped him feel a little bit better about stuff, at least, you know, that there's people who still, you know, I, I mean, I, th- I think the weekend helped him realize that there's, you know, that there's people who still care about him and that he's not, uh, man, I can only imagine what going through what he's been through at that age, man, that's, yeah, <sighs> I can only that's imagine. Rough, So I know, I know it's, that's just, that's just a really tough situation. But anyways, hopefully him spending some time with, you know, the family that is there for him and cares will hopefully make an impact on him. We have Crystal. Is Crystal back? I think Crystal's here. Yeah, I'm here. All right, I think we're yeah, all I here. I think we got everybody. Autumn, you there? I think I see her shoulder. Oh, 
That's her arm. Okay. Arm wave. Alrighty then. Let me go ahead and start back up the uh, the ambience here. Ambiance. It disconnected. Let me reconnect to it. It didn't say you disconnected. It's, it was giving me the link device thing again. Uh, it's doing it again. This device is not linked to any account. What the... That's weird. I think it's back now. Alright, sorry. Carry on. Are you hearing stuff? Uh, I'll figure it out. And if I can, I'll let you know. Well, because I have to start it when you're in. When you get oh, right. in. Right. Otherwise, it doesn't. Are you hearing stuff? All right, I am in. Start it now. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, yeah, I'm hearing stuff. Go ahead. Excellent. All righty. Jump back in. Top of the round. she's really got is Larkel next to her. She really doesn't want to have to deal with him as she realized that attacking him isn't really making a whole lot of a difference. But she doesn't exactly have a lot of choices. Um... Yeah, she doesn't have a lot of choices here. Alright, well, longsword it is against Larkel. That is a 22 to hit. That hits Larkel. It's going to be really 5 plus. Seven points of damage, so four points of damage to Larkel. First attack there. Oh boy. Four points of damage. Second attack. It's a 20 to hit. That hits. That's going to be... That's a little better. It's going to be nine plus... 10 points, so 5 more points of damage to Larkel. That's going to put him at... Okay. Uh, that's going to end her turn. Uh, and she's going to shout over to the mage. Help me with this! And then uh, it's going to end her turn. It is now Fang's turn. Uh, Larkel helped Fang up and out of the um, up and out of the debris, and he is standing on his feet. So. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to use the bonus action first um, to shift 
and I'm gonna assume a more bestial appearance according to this description. Yes. Dope. And uh, so that's gonna give so the, me the canines become a little bit longer. Um, you see some of the the facial hair also grows a little bit longer in the face. Also gets a little longer and a bit more angular as well, as well as the eyes kind of shift into this um, into this bright yellow kind of reflective color. Um, and the ears also so get a little pointed. It's gonna give me four uh, temporary HP. That's correct. That's what it's gonna do for me. Okay, and then so I'm going to. How much space would it? How much movement would it be to hop off this debris to get the fuck over here? Uh, the debris is considered rough terrain. Um, so it would to get over here, it would cost you. Uh, this would be ten, and then after that would be regular movement. So that's fifteen feet to get there. That's fifteen feet to get there. Yes. Okay. And I'm gonna move here. And uh, still with hand crossbow, pop this lady. All right, go ahead and roll for your attack. That's uh, uh, 19. Yeah, 19. Okay, 19 just hits. Oh, yeah. Um, that is, what is that? Sorry, give me a second. No worries. New character, who dis? Playing new character. Apologize. <laughs> uh, including Hunter's Mark, that is 10 damage. 10 points of damage, nice. She's looking and pretty rough. His turn. She is looking pretty rough. Um, brings us to this guy's dead. Ryder, your turn. That was fast. Uh, can I move through this tent I'm standing next to? Uh, I'd consider it rough terrain if you wanted to move through it, because it's as you kind of peek inside, it's kind of uh, it's got like a bunch of like uh, crates and things. Looks like things are being stored inside of it, and it just has the tent over it to well, protect that's... it from weathering. Okay, well then I'll just move here, and then just kind of skirt around it to get to there. Okay. Can I get there? I mean, I. Let's see, where were you? You were here? I was here. Okay, so that would be, to skirt around would be 5, 10, so you've got 20 feet of movement left. Okay. I want to... Uh, I want to hit her right here. Okay. Ooh, sweet. Uh, 23. 23 hits. Four, I rolled three fours. Four, eight, twelve, three, ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen points of damage. All right. Yeah, one um, five. And with that, you see, you uh, you stab out towards her. Uh, and begins to kind of uh, begins to slump towards the ground. Um,
as she as she goes to, uh, goes down and then down on one knee and then begins to uh, she's gonna stand back up as she is half work and uses her relentless endurance feet of course she does <laughs> um anyway then I just disengage to like over here okay And that shall be my turn. Alrighty. That's gonna bring us to this other dead archer, and now it's Zira's turn. Um. Can I use thunder? Uh, yeah, it was thunder wave now to push that through, or push the debris away, or. Uh, what's the range on thunder wave? It is a 15 foot 15 foot cube? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I think you have to select a point and then everything and then after that point everything goes out away from it. So um it would really depend on your placement of it. Um just to make, give you a heads up, you got to be careful because if you do blow some of this debris, depending on which direction you blow this debris, you you have a chance of hitting other folks with it, so. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Thank you. Um, shoot. Um, you can go over the debris, but it counts as rough terrain, so um, it, it uses double movement. Okay, I'll try that. That might be safe. How... Um, if you want to move your person, you can drag them, or I can drag them, whatever you want to do. So let's see. Up to this point here, it will cost you 15 feet to get to, to the debris here, just to the edge of the debris, and then to cross it, uh, you're not going to have enough movement to cross it unless you want to, um, you're not going to have enough movement to cross all the way over it unless you want to um, your action to dash across it but then you won't be able to cast or anything like that um I'll just I'll just take the move then I'll, I'll just dash across it and wait to okay. do something so let's see how much move it take you to get across here Okay, so to get across it, it's going to cost you 20, so you have another 15 feet of movement left once you get across. So is there anywhere else you'd like to go once you're across the debris? No, that's fine right there. Okay. Alright. Um, you do still have a bonus action, so if there's anything you want to do as a bonus action, you can. I don't know if you have any bonus action stuff. Um... Like, uh, can I cast Infestation on that? Uh, does Infestation say you can cast it as a bonus action? No? No, I don't think so. Yeah, 
unfortunately, if the casting time is not a bonus action, you won't you won't be able to. Yeah, it's an action, so. Okay. No, then that's it then. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think most of your stuff is. Yeah, the only thing I think you have that is. So let's see. What have you cast so far? You cast Shatter already, right? Shatter and Hex and um, Thunder. Uh, yeah, that was it. Shatter and Hex. Okay, so you actually are out of you actually are out of um, spell slots. So all you can cast for the remainder of combat is your cantrips. Ooh. So just a heads up on that, because you only have two. You only have two spell slots for anything okay. higher than a cantrip. So just keep that in mind as you as we continue forward. Alrighty, thank you. Alright, so that brings us to Seymour's turn. Okay. Seymour is very he's like bent over, still concentrating on this spell, like uh, like holding his gut, kinda like ah. Uh. Um Yep, a but, little bit a little bit charred in places after being yeah. hit by that scorching ray. <laughs> Patting out his robe, you know. Um, but he will go ahead and, yeah, uh, he's just gonna cast his cantrip again uh, as a frigid blue beam, white light streaks towards the 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 mage on the wizard on the other side. I'll cast ray of frost as I mutter some arcane words. All right. So go ahead and roll to hit for that, please. That's a 22. Yeah, that'll hit. Hold on, wait. Yeah, 22. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's a d8. That does seven points of cold damage. All right. You get three He's of those, low. right? No. Oh, just one Ray of those. Of okay, just gotcha. one gotcha, frigid gotcha. beam. All right, so you cast Ray of Frost out as it shoots forward and impacts him in the chest ah! Ah! see now kind of the remaining ice there uh, across his chest from the spell um, is that the end of your turn he is slowed also and yes. then I will I'm just going to back up kind of hide behind this tent a little bit Okay. it's like grip my gut alright that's going to bring us to Larkel's turn. Um, Lartel, Larkel sees the um, sees the half-orc stand back up and he's just going to say, No! You stay down! He's going to go for um, an attack against her uh, reckless. Oh! Natural 20 on Larkel again! Dang, son! Goodness. He's That's angry today. Tonight. Yeah. Sorry, I'm guys. DM. I'm rolling. I'm glad to have been in our favor. I know, right? Alright, so this is... So that's going to be... I'm also rolling with different dice than I was rolling with Kiss, so... Hmm. The power of dice. Yeah, that's going to be... Uh, Ten... 15, 17 points of damage. She's got one hit point left, so yeah. Um, 
That'll do it. See, reaches out and just and just hits her, and it hits so hard that she just um, that she he gets, knocks her back five feet, and her body just just kind of rolls to a stop on the ground. She falls there. No, not quite. The angle was a bit off, so she's she's about here. Not into the fire. Sorry, that wouldn't have been good for anyone. True. Orc doesn't smell good when it burns. <laughs> Rude. Or or ever. Thought he was looking at me. <laughs> looking at all of you into your souls. Um, okay. So that, uh, Larkel still has, still has movement. Um, how much movement does he have? Let's see. Did you say she had one left or she dead dead? No, she's out. She, yeah. she, That's what she, I thought I heard you say. She's dead. She did have one HP left from using her relentless or whatever her half orc feet, but he knocked her into next week. Okay, he doesn't have the movement speed increase from rage yet, so that's gonna give him thirty feet of movement. He's gonna run. He'll look over and see this guy. And he's gonna run over there to join the fray against this guy. Runs over and he says, Do not worry, friends. I am here to help. It's going to bring us to our mage boy. It's his turn. Let me check in here real quick. Volume. You suck. <laughs> okay. Um, he is going to use his final second level yeah he's gonna use his final second level spell to misty step here on top of this building and, and as he as he takes a breath in the spores that are all around me fill his lungs and he's gonna take some damage from that after he makes a con save after he makes a con save <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Constitution save for him. Is yep. it when he exits uh, oh. the? No, it, it's as he starts his turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So con save. What's the DC? Twelve. So that's a fail. How much damage? All right, it is two D four. Uh, Six points of damage, okay. So as um, he begins to chant and kind of cough, <coughs> still is able to uh, finish the uh, finish the incantation. Do I have a misty step? No, but I have one of these. All of a sudden, as he begins to chant, and all of a sudden just vanishes and then appears. 
back on top of the uh, of the building up here. Um, and then is going to use his movement to take a step over the peak of the roof behind it so that he has some cover behind the peak of the roof from uh, you all. And that is going to... You said six points of damage, right? Yeah, six necrotic. All right, cool. That will end his turn. Um, well, let me check and see if he has a bonus action stuff. Um, I don't think he does, but I'm going to double check. I don't, so... If he does, let me know what it is so I can pick it up. Or wait a second. <laughs> right. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Or Misty Step might be a bonus action. I think Misty actually. Step is a bonus action. Yeah, now that yeah, I think about that. So. Yep, Misty Step is a bonus action. So yeah. now he is going to use his action um, to cast... Ooh. He already did it. I'm not going to retcon anything. We're going to go with what we got. We're going to go with what he's already... He already did the thing, so... Not gonna, I'm not gonna retcon anything and be a sucky DM. Um, he's just gonna cast. Um, he actually is having trouble seeing where you where you are, Seymour. So yes, he, he was gonna cast against you, but he can't really see you from where he's at now. Nameless mall. Um, so he's just gonna cast at the giant lady. This is gonna be. Uh, he's gonna cast. Mm -hmm. Magic missile. Um, so he's gonna. It's gonna be three of those. Or wait, I think these just hit. I don't think he has to roll. Nah. Nope, they just hit. So he casts magic missile. Um, Parker, you are going to take. take 12 points of what is it force damage yeah 12 points of force damage as these four um these four magic missiles um all of a sudden shoot out of his hands and then just kind of kind of impact you all at once like that Um, I'm not doing well. And that is going to end his turn. Parker, it is your turn. Okay. So if I tried to shoot him, I would have disadvantage because he's, like, kind of covered? Not disadvantage. He just has a higher AC due to the fact that he has cover. Okay, I'm going to shoot the... I want to use my bonus action to... Pull out a crossbow. Okay. And I want to shoot the orc lady. She gone. She dead. Orc lady is not alive. The only, oh. per the only person left living her, is though. the the only shoot person. Her dead body. <laughs> the only person left alive <laughs> is the is the mage on the roof. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll just I'll just I'll try and I'll try. Parker going for that double tap. <laughs> You can just shoot Fang if you wanted. 21! 21? Yeah, that'll hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Yeah. 
wizards with them low ACs. I'm gonna double check real quick. Oh, He's got half cover. Check half cover. Yeah, you hit him for sure. Fourteen. Fourteen points of damage. Good lord. He's not looking too hot. He's still alive? He is still alive. Sad. Whoa. Um, and then I am going to I can't hide anywhere. I'm huge. <laughs> yeah, you're not hiding anywhere. Not when you're. I'm gonna hide behind this tent. Not when you're ten feet tall. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just stand there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bozik, you're up. All right. Um, can I steam as well? Barely. He'll have he'll have three quarters cover from you. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, I will move over here, and I will hold my attack spell. You're preparing until a spell? I'm going to prepare Chill Touch until I can see him. Can I do that and still hold my concentration You can see him spell? from where you're at now. He has half cover. And half half yeah, cover? Yeah, from where, from where you're at. You just couldn't see him when you were closer right, to the yeah. building. Okay, yeah, I'll attack him with half cover. Okay. Um, so I'm going to attack him with Chill Touch. As a ghostly mushroom up here or something. What did you, okay. um, Parker? What did you roll to hit on your crossbow attack? Do you she remember? rolled a twenty-one. She rolled a twenty-one. Okay. Yes, rolled a Just 21. making sure. I, uh, I couldn't I, remember. What did you roll? Uh, I don't know, but I did not hit. I rolled a sixteen. A sixteen? Yeah, with half cover, that's not gonna hit. So you release the chill touch, um, and as you do, um, he kind of ducks back behind the uh, kind of duck back ducks back behind the roof there, and it just kind of collides with the with the roof there, and you see it just kind of um, the ice shards kind of scatter across the roof. Um, that brings us to Fang. Uh, Fang is going to try to shoot him with the hand crossbow. All right. Being very hurt, not wanting to really get it. That is a 20, 22. Yeah, 22 will hit. And uh, as a bonus action, and I should have said this before, can I shift Hunter's Mark? Ah, uh, you would have thing? had you would have had to do that last turn. Okay. Unfortunately, it's faded now. Well, that is seven points of damage. All right, you fire the crossbow. Seven points damage. He is looking really rough. 
but still alive. Did you roll a disadvantage for that? Yeah, what's the range on the hand crossbow? Yeah, it's 30 feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Roll disadvantage for me. Sorry, I didn't realize. Okay. That's correct. You are out of you are out of normal range for that. Well, up this way. Uh, first roll was a natural 19. The second was a natural 20. What the heck? Okay. So, we're both natural 19. Alright. So, four, so, yeah. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. You yeah. deal whatever damage it was. <laughs> That's how much you deal. Alright. I'm rolling out of my mind tonight. Okay. Are you and Rafa? He is still alive. But barely. Ryder, it's your turn. Um. Um, all you saw, all, all you saw was him disappear. You don't know where he went, but you do see everybody firing towards the roof above you. Then I will. Uh, can I climb up on the roof? Sure. Um, make a, either athletics or acrobatics, whichever you prefer. Uh, acrobatics. That is 19. Yep, sure enough. Uh, that's going to be... Uh, your climbing speed is, is... Let's see, so it's about... It's about a 10-foot climb. Um, I so, actually have climbing speed. Yeah, what's your climbing speed? I think it's 20. Okay, so... I'm consulting the precious documents. Yeah. Not yeah, precious. Right. I have a headache. My brain's not working. That is not on my computer, apparently. But what's I your do, What's your normal movement speed? One. What's your normal movement speed? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Uh, it's twenty feet. I just saw it. Okay, climb speed is twenty crawls, feet. All right, so you have you have ten feet of movement left. You are currently here. You have ten feet of movement left. That works perfectly because I just want to step here next to him, and I want to say, um, "Well, hello, chap," and I want to stab him with my rapier. All right, go ahead and roll to hit. It's a seventeen. A seventeen. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's gonna cast shield. He's going to, as you go to hit him, he's on his last leg, but he's still got a few tricks up his sleeve. Um, so unfortunately, as you go to stab, you feel like it would connect. And unfortunately, um, unfortunately, it kind of c connects with this magical barrier and it doesn't deal any damage. Balls. Okay. Let me Can move I, that off. Is it possible to hide? <laughs> just lay down on the roof. Yep, just prone. Just... Alright. I'm kidding, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, it is now Zira's turn. Um... Do I have a shield sound effect? I bet you I do. Yeah, that's probably one. Is um that dude straight under me, is he like 60 feet within shield. range? Shield. With the 
to that. Which guy? Mark him. Hold, 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 the one right hold, above the hold the click. He's dead. He's dead. She's dead. The only uh -oh. person left is the one on the roof right here. Okay, how far, um, how far can I walk? Uh, you have 30 feet of movement. Um, you can't really see the person on the roof from where you're at. Um, so you would have to kind of maneuver around to get a better view. Hmm. How do you do that click thing to see how many feet? Um, so if you look is. on the bar on the left, um, there is a circle with a ruler connected to it. You click that, and then you click on a square and drag, and it causes a line that shows you distance. Oh, wow. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. You get it to work? Yeah, she's just drunk and upside down, I guess. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, I fixed it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Alright, what's she doing? Um, moving 30 feet forward towards the, the Where? center. Where to? Or you go ahead and move. Yeah, you can go ahead and move yourself over there if you want. This is where you wanted to go, right here? Yes. Alright, go ahead and slide your little person over there. There you go. Alright, so you can see him now, uh, but he'll have half cover. Can I try to hit him with a uh, Toll the Dead my cantrip? It's got a yeah, 60 that foot range. Cover does not affect that. He just makes a... What kind of save is it for uh, Toll the Dead? Uh, I believe it's Wisdom. wisdom. Yep. Alright, what's your DC? Uh, 13, I think it was. 13. Let me roll the natural 20, sorry. <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm rolling so well tonight. It's ridiculous. It's freaking Take those ridiculous. dice away. It's ridiculous how well I'm rolling tonight. Okay, um, so yeah, unfortunately no effect. Um, so you still have a bonus action, and I think you have, what, five feet of movement left? Yeah, five feet of movement left. Um, I'm just gonna stay right there, and that's gonna be my turn. Alright, excellent. Seymour, you're up. Alright. Seymour's gonna pop out from behind the tent. Still concentrating on this spell. He's gonna, uh, hmm, yeah, he's gonna pull out a small white rock chip and he's gonna grip it tight. And hold on. He's gonna mutter some arcane words and he's going to go ahead and draw a rune that's like a like a bluish type of rune in the air and when he releases it you just see a flurry of magic snowballs erupt from a point of my choosing in a five foot radius uh, and I'd like to see if I could try to do it to where I don't hit Ryder like on the back of the roof there what's the radius of it it's a five foot radius sphere okay 
So yeah, you could cast it on this corner here. Cast it on this corner here, and you won't hit him. So like right here-ish? Technically yeah. that would be in the other side of the roof, so we wouldn't be able to see that. Oh uh, yeah, you can't see over there, unfortunately. You but have to cast you could do it see. on the top. You could do it. He could do it right here. He can't. Yeah, right there. Well. Right here. Yeah, I mean, you could technically... Mm, that's fine. I'm just gonna hit Ryder. I don't even care. I'm just gonna hit the top of the roof. <laughs> I'm gonna smack Ryder too. All right. <laughs> what spell is this? Uh, it's Snillock's Snowball Storm. Oh, all right. Fun times. Uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm assuming that's a Dex saving throw. It is. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity you're, saving you're, throw. Ryder, you can do this, I believe. All right, Ryder, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. I'm make I one. remember having rolling spell all, all night. Okay, what's uh, your what's your DC? Uh, a fourteen. He rolled a fifteen. Okay, he takes half. That's an eight. Ryder takes full damage. Sweet. All right, how much damage is it total? That's all right. It's not good. Uh. That is uh, seven, uh, hold on, seven points of damage full, so half of that. He takes yeah. four points of damage. He's still hanging on as you Rolled poorly. raise your hand up and the, the snowballs and the ice crash down onto the roof. Um, but unfortunately, still hanging on to what little bit of life he has left. Um... That brings us to Larkel's turn. Uh, I don't think Larkel's got anything. He's got a javelin. <laughs> you see him kind of reach back into his pack. He kind of pulls out this javelin. It's kind of small for him, but he's just going to... Uh, he's going to throw the javelin and try to hit. Uh, oh, that's going to hit. Uh, that's a... 24 to hit with the javelin. Holy. Um, so with that, as Larkel pulls out and throws the javelin, javelin kind of catches... <laughs> catches him right in the throat, and he just slumps to the top of the roof and then just kind of rolls and then falls on the ground on the other side of the building. Um, he is dead. <laughs> he is quite dead. And, uh, that is the end of combat. You all look around and Larkel just kind of... Oh, and then... <laughs> pulls the spikes on the mace back in sets it on the ground and just kind of like crushes down onto one knee puts his hand on his head is everyone okay you doing alright? no <laughs> oh my gosh I want to rush over to Seymour and say hey, eat this Seymour eat, eat as many as you want and hand him uh, ten good shrooms is there like a sickness or something if I eat a bunch? 
Is there like a cap to how many I can eat? No, I don't think so. Mushrooms? Okay. No, I don't think so. The only thing which, would be the which building? Or, or which building did the orc lady originally come out? Uh, this from? the building here. This large building. Yeah. Okay, I want to run in there and see and, if my dad is. All right. There. Uh, you are currently enlarged. So oh my God. I drop concentrate. I dropped the okay. spell. Okay. All right. So you not concentrating on it anymore. Drop concentration on the enlarged spell. So you go okay. back down to normal size. I want to run in there and see All if right. my dad does. So you um, we're gonna go ahead and pull back to our other screen here. We don't need the battle map anymore. Um, so you. Um, run up, you open the door, um, make a perception check. Seven. Okay. Um, look around in this room. It's kind of, you can't really, it's kind of hard to see. It's fairly dark in here. Um, it's a little bit after, uh, bit afternoon and a little bit afternoon outside so it's kind of a bit of a change you begin to let your eyes adjust it's very musty um, room there's a table off to one side um, with what looks like a few tankards on it um, and a small keg probably some sort of terribly watered down ale um, uh, you see I just want to yell dad are you in here no answer. Um, as you kind of look off to your right, um, you do see uh, uh, you do see another doorway. Off to your right. Go in. Okay. Um, you run into this doorway. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please, Parker. As you open the door, um, you hear this click kind of sound, and then as you get hit in the neck with um, a dart of some sort, um, uh, you take 10 points of poison damage. as the poison from this dark kind of begins to kind of course through um, your blood system and you kind of feel it uh, kind of burning through your veins. Um, go ahead and make another perception check for me, please. Sixteen? Sixteen. All right. Um, as you kind of look in this door, you now see um, looks to be a staircase that goes up uh, to the second floor of the tower. Um, this room on the bottom floor is empty. I guess crawl up there. I am, I'm hurt. I am hurting. I'm not doing well. Okay. You going up the stairs? Yes. Begin to walk up the stairs, um, and as you reach the top of the stairs, you begin to look around the room. 
um, and you see against the far wall of the tower um, a figure that looks to have a burlap bag over their head, uh, just kind of slumped down, um, tied to a wooden chair. Dad? Dad, is that you? And I want to run over there. As you walk over, um, you notice that um, this figure is, is drenched in blood. Okay, I want to take the bag off his head. Okay. Their head. Um, you walk over, and with all of the willpower that you can muster, you begin to pull the sack off of the figure's head. Reveal um, a very heavily um, beaten and swollen um, purple face. Um, it is not your father. Are they still alive? Make a medicine check. They are not alive. Is that the only thing that's in the room? Um, make a perception check. table with what looks like some torture implements scattered across it, uh, bloodied and rusted torture implements. Um, it's a small fireplace um, against the wall, uh, but other than that, it's empty. And I imagine I can't, I don't recognize this person, do I? Make a history check. I've, Seymour would have walked in after eating the mushrooms. He's back to full health. He would have walked in and cast dancing lights so that we can see okay. in this building. Sure. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, it's really hard to... It's really hard to make out any kind of facial features or anything. He's been beaten pretty badly um, and uh, then getting a closer look it looks like um, that looks like the throat has been slit um, fairly recently all right I'm gonna go back downstairs okay so uh the lady died right where I dropped the money. Did she fall on the money bag or like the money bag? I didn't even know that you dropped the money. I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, I had dropped the money for her to receive. I mean, it's a, it, the bag's kind of on the ground I'm around there. Gonna go and pick the money bag up. Say, okay. I guess I'll take care of this. Okay. And then uh, I'll shout out, Does anybody else need some mushrooms? 
Do I hear that? Yeah, um, you've headed back down and you're kind of back towards the back kind of outside with everyone. Uh, Buzz, like, I, I, I do. Yeah. Oh, okay, here, here, here. I'll give you a tip. I, I could use a few if you have some extra. Oh, sure. It's not no big deal. Was it one per? It's one uh, HP per? No, it's a D4 per. D4 per. How many oh. people? A D4 per D4 mushroom you eat. Per mushroom, yes. Ten? I gave you ten mushrooms, so each one you eat, roll a D4. Yeah, if you don't want to roll that many, you can type into, um, you can type into roll 20, um, forward slash R, 10D4, or forward slash R, 5D4, whatever, it'll roll them all for you. That's not fun. Also I'm just, I'm just saying if you don't feel like doing all of that. True, she has, want she to, has the dice go for it. that she made, yeah. the dice tower. You have the tower, you have the dice. Go for it. I'm just saying you can use the shortcut if it's easier for you. For the future. Now, if I'm rolling like 30d6, then I might use the cheat. Right. Because I don't want to do the math. Uh, I also, while Parker would have been doing that, I would have seen her run. I would have just been looting everything outside. Okay. Um, I just didn't want to interrupt what she was doing sure. to say that. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check for me, Ryder. That is... Uh, investigation... A 14. A 14, okay. Um, on the bodies of each of the... Um, on each of the bandits, uh, total, you find about... Um, uh, about 150 gold pieces. And about uh, 68 silver pieces. And about 23 copper. I want to keep looking. I want to go through like all the tents, like anywhere I can go. I want to go and look. Okay, make an investigation check. I'll be assisting her, just kind of bringing my lights around, making right. sure we can see very clearly. And also in the big house, I want to check for like cellars or trap doors, anything in that first room. There. All right. Well, you can either help her with tents, or you can look for stuff in the house. Well, I mean, I'll do that. I'll help her first, and then I'll go back to do okay. that afterwards. All right. So either one of you, either one of you, roll with advantage, or one of you roll twice. Roll with advantage. Okay. For me. Yes, because I'm yeah. helping you. I'm assisting you investigate. Another eleven. Okay. Um, you kind of go through. It looks like a lot of these tents are just um, housing what looks to be. Um, it looks to be probably supplies um, for the people staying here. Just the tents have been built to kind of um, to kind of prevent weathering. Um, although a couple of the tents um, look to be um, look to be have been occupied, um, but you do notice that there are more that there are some of the tents that have been occupied. The number of people that should have been here should have been more than what you encountered. Um, amidst that search, um, you find some barrels full of, um, full of somewhat, uh, somewhat older fruits, um, like some older oranges, um, some, some apples, things like that, but all of it's kind of on the verge of turning. Um, you find a barrel of what seems to be, or like some sacks of what look to be wheat, um, 
um, as far as um, as far as valuables are concerned, um, you find about twenty gold amongst all of the tents. Um, Ryder, um, in looking through the bodies, you also found uh, you got a light crossbow. Um, you got. Um, the half orc had uh, was wearing uh, chainmail. Um, she had a long sword as well as a shield. Um, but other than that, uh, wasn't carrying wasn't carrying much on her other than the money that you found. Um, uh, the mage um, was carrying a shiny uh, shiny golden ring just a, just a plain golden ring um, nothing too fancy is there anything around this encampment that kind of hints to who these people are Documentation, maybe. Um, we'll we'll make that. Let's uh, go ahead and um, see more. Make a make your investigation check for the interior. Okay. Ah, oh, balls! Rolled a one. No. Son of a poop. Okay. I'll. I'll give you advantage because we're because because um, she was helping you, so she right. should have been advantage regardless because yeah. she was helping you. Somebody so was ahead. in there helping me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. All right, that's a lot better. Twenty-four. <laughs> uh, Twenty-four. Okay. Um, yeah, you go in and you begin to kind of look for trap doors and kind of look through the far table that had the tankards and stuff on it. Had some had some papers and things on it. Um, most of them, at, when you look at the papers, um, it looks like they are, a lot of them are like drafts of the, of the ransom note, kind of a similar handwriting, but it looks like they were tossed aside, kind of, it was like a very similar note, but then like tossed aside and they wrote another one, didn't like it and tossed it aside and wrote another one. Um, uh, there is, um. There is one note um, that says um, that has a, that is a different handwriting um, and is sitting on the table, um, and it it just says um, it just says find the merchant, keep him alive, and then it just at the bottom it just has scrawled um, just a big what looks to be shaped like the letter M from what you can but it's scrawled very roughly and in this very like flowing um, motion um, all right other than all that right. um, in the in here you don't find any trap doors or any cellars or anything like that okay 
I will bring that note to the group and I'll bring some of the drafts and stuff and I'll kind of just take them outside and well guys uh, it looks like this might have been a distraction unfortunately they're trying to lead us to the wrong place but uh, but I because I found these drafts of they were they were they were I don't know practicing writing the ransom note or something but I did find however this note with different handwriting on it um I just tell them all that so, so that means he's alive. He's got to be. We have to find him. Yeah, it, it says keep him alive, so he has to be alive. We know that. I just, I don't know who M is. So wait, your father's not here. You didn't find him? No. Um. Well... It, it looks like uh, this camp is a lot bigger than just four people, so maybe maybe there's another crew somewhere. Uh, maybe they'll come back at some point. We could wait for them here. Seymour, let me have you make a... Um... Just hold on a second. Let me check something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they might come back. It's possible. Yeah, and we could we camp out. And win. Yeah, it's kind of counterproductive, but... Well, I mean, maybe we don't have to wait here, but if they come back and they see everything is... everybody is dead, then and they have your father with him, then maybe they will just kill him then. So that, that would not be good. Oh, what uh, time of day is it? What? What time of day is it? Uh, uh it's kind of uh, late afternoon, early evening right now. Probably okay. four or five. What if, if we wait, and and the people come back? Maybe we can just pretend that that everything's normal. You know, maybe ambush them. Oh, you mean like take their bodies and kind of like make it seem like they're alive by like holding them up in, in the god? No? I, not quite, but I like where you're going, Bezek. Kind of hide and wave their hand. Hey, I, everybody. I think what she means is right. We could put because zero is where all of them have worked. What did they all like besides the main one? No, um, the main one was a half orc. Um, uh, the others, kind of looking at them, um, one was human, uh, one was a half elf, and the uh, the mage was a. Um... That's my favorite class, or my favorite, my favorite race. Just a second. Okay, well then maybe this won't work. While you look that up, Bozek is gonna go try to. Uh... They weren't all half works though. The mage was a. Um... What are they called? Dang it. What do they look like? Sorry. No. Nope. Drow. 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 I was trying to figure out. I wasn't. 
I didn't want to say Dark Elf, because that's racist. A drow. Yeah, it's a drow. Okay, never mind, that won't work. Well, what we could do, though, is we could just put everybody in the in the cabin. Wait in the house for everybody else to show up. And then ambush them then. And keep and ask them. I will say, um, Parker, that as you're looking through the tents, um, it looks like um, the tents that were empty have been that way for a while. Does the M on the page look like a symbol, or is it just like a, squ a squiggle? Make a religion check. Professor Moriarty. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. You're not sure. I was gonna have you though, um, uh, uh, Seymour, make a make a history check. Okay, I mean, would I recognize the symbol at well, all? That's what that I was gonna have you as you were look as you were examining it. I was gonna have you make a history check. History, okay. Yeah. Well, I want I want to ask if anybody else recognizes it. Yeah, I'll, I would definitely have taken a look at it and examined it very thoroughly whenever I first picked it up. As I was taking it out to you guys. Yeah, that's why I was going to have you make one already anyways. I was just yeah. trying to figure out which check I wanted to have you make. History as a 23. 23. Okay. Um, this is... Um, it appears to be an M, but kind of looking at it, you realize that the way it was, the way it was written, or like the way it was made, it looks like... It was actually drawn from the, like, from the left side of it. It looks like the paper was turned, and it was drawn down in the shape of a lightning bolt. Um, hmm. Which can represent a few different things, um, depending on who drew it. Um, it could represent, um, from what you know, the lightning bolt is used as, a, uh, as the symbol for the Storm Lord. Um, but it could also represent um, the... Lightning Bolt is also used as the representation for the... Storm Riders. <laughs> no. Um, it's also used as the representation yeah. for uh, the Scaled Tyrant as well. So... Um, and Harry Potter. Shut your face. And Seymour. Okay. And my axe. <laughs> so I will I'll just see. Yeah, I turn the kind of turn the note side to side and side and kind of glance at it again. And I say, I think I I think I recognize this. Look at it's not maybe it's not an M if you turn the page this way. It looks like a lightning bolt. So that's thinking back the 
my readings. This could be the storm lore. This could be the scaled tyrant. I mean, it could be a, a multitude of things. I don't know if this narrows down anything at all for us, but we could try to ask. Maybe the Cobalt Reserve would know more. I, I'm always ready to go to a library. As you, as you say this, um, you all kind of hear off in the distance um, just the distant rumbling. If it'll happen. Try to get the sound effect to do it, but it's not. It's very low. Turned up. Hard to hear. But let's see if I can turn this down a bit. Turn this up a bit. There we go. The distant rumble of faint thunder. Um coming from the north. It sounds like um, the storm may be about to roll in from the mountains to the north of you. Is that the distance we traveled from or we're traveling towards uh, from western? No, the north is away from western. It's It sounds like it's coming from the direction of the mountains. Okay. With Druidcraft, would I be able to get any indication of how long we had before the storm got to us? Druidcraft? Does Druidcraft do that? Yeah, man. Uh, you create a timely, tiny, harmless sensory effect that predicts the weather, what the weather will be at your location for the next 24 hours. Okay. Um, Neat. Thunder. You do hear the thunder. Um, you'll probably catch a good bit of rain. Uh, heading this way probably a few more hours into the evening gotcha. um, it sounds like a sounds like a, a cold one of the first winter storms of the season may be about to roll through okay. well uh... Uh, I'm gonna decide what we're gonna do. I'm gonna craft, craft some mushrooms into this dead orc and see if I can get them to interact with the corpse at all. This you don't have decompose. No, no. This is just RP. Okay. It's just Bozak being Bozak. Okay. I mean. I'm just growing mushrooms on this body. You don't have to say anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not not really. Nothing really happens other than just growing some very small, basic mushrooms just on the body of the half orc. Well, guys, what what do you think? Should we go back to Westrun, or should we? Try and wait it out here. Did it look like those other tents over there? Were they occupied at all? I mean, it uh, didn't seem like it whenever I was with you. No, I don't. 
I don't think so. I don't think there's been anyone there for a while. It doesn't seem like Wade So nobody's coming right back, out. and we don't need to get these guys uh, to act like they're still alive? I don't think so, man. I don't know if, if anyone's going to come back to this camp. Fang, Fang kind of walks over, kind of looks in the in all the different tents, and he looks down at the ground. I'd make a survival check. Okay. He says... Whoever left these tents isn't coming back anytime soon. I don't. Parker, I, I, don't I don't recommend that we stay here. We should head back to the city. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with Fang. I mean, it's probably not if you want here, but we don't really have it information than what we've got right now so i i suggest we get back to western we we rest up for a bit and we we have some we have some we have a few drinks because we did good today we did good work today i know we didn't find your father but we are a bit closer and then in the more in the morning uh we fulfill see more rooms and we go to see if they have any more information, any more information that can be gleaned to somebody else. You'll, um, and if that doesn't work, then I personally guarantee you and I can can walk around and start attacking people from that that we're trying to make a merchant's guild until they give us an answer. <laughs> okay. Well, we should start heading back before... Before the storm gets here. What if... I don't know if this is a stretch or not, but... I mean, it's a lightning bolt. What if that? What if the storm is a sign? I mean, it could represent the storm lord. I mean, it, what do you guys think? I don't know if this is a sign or not, or if we just head back to town. I mean, I'm, I'm not a religious person, but... Isn't the storm... Isn't he good? Didn't he not, like, I didn't think he stole people, asked people to kidnap for him. Make a, well, maybe he did. Make a, make a religion check, uh, Ryder. Does Parker know anything about this? Make a religion check? <laughs> Fifteen. Mostly asking because Autumn doesn't know about it. Um, Fifteen. You know that as far as... Ryder, you know that as far as the gods are concerned, um, it's... It's hard to say whether or not a god is good by any sort of mortal definition. Um... As far as the Storm Lord goes, you know that the Storm Lord is a god of is a god of war, um, and t based on some people's perception or some people's own opinions, that can be good or bad or anything in between. Um, so um, he may not be one of the betrayer gods, um, but that doesn't necessarily make him. 
good by, you know, some people's standards. I mean, that was a question, guys. I don't like to say it. I'm not religious. I don't know. Right. I get it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know anything about the Storm Lord. Other than he's the Lord of Storms, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I am too when I use Thaumaturgy to create a thunder sound. Oh, shoot. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't have one of these ready. Wait. <laughs> uh, I don't have thunder. Shouldn't have known Bo's gigantic. We're going to leave it at. Oh, man. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just trying to make things cool and interesting, and I'm just making it worse. I don't have Thunder ready. That's fine. Uh, we'll go with Shattering Explosion. All right. Close enough. Well, I'm... I'm I wouldn't call myself religious by any means, but uh, I mean, I've read a little bit about the Storm Lord, of course. Uh, it's hard to say. It's, it's really, it's just really hard to say. Can I, can I, um, I know Ryder's already searched the bodies, but do I notice, like, any, any signage on the, the enemy's Jackets, any any symbols anywhere? Maybe uh, anything make related a to check. anything. Well, make a check. Rosa just realized there's a trog door on the roll <laughs> twenty screen. Good job. Good job. Investigation is fifteen. Zero. Uh, what are you doing uh, currently? Um, I'm just listening to what's going on. What'd you roll, uh, Seymour? Sorry. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you look through. Doesn't look like there are any. On the captain, there's no signage on her chest. Or no anything. kind of no kind of emblems or anything like that. Um, okay. Okay. Nothing akin to what you would be, what you would be looking for. I'm. I gotta say it, but I'm. I'm kind of stumped here. What we could do is just take this note back to Western and see and ask around. Maybe someone might know more. Maybe you, your mom will know more. She might know this handwriting. Yeah, it's a good idea. I think right now that's our only option. So. Yeah, I don't see any other options for us. So I think that's the best place. Let's just go back to Western, rest up, so ask you guys around. Continue to have this conversation. You now feel um, the wind begin to pick up kind of through the trees and you hear it kind of rushing through the trees and now you feel coming from the north all of a sudden this wind hit you this very chilly north wind and you feel that the storm is beginning to approach how long does it take us to get back you think we have time I think you guys traveled a couple hours into the forest well we're gonna get stuck out in this storm Will, will we make it back to Western if we were to travel? Like, uh, right if you started traveling now, it's a it's it's early evening right now. Um, 
so the sun's not quite set, but um, being that it is currently winter, um, the sun will probably be setting in about an hour or so. Um, so it'll be cold and rainy and dark in about an hour. Yeah, you guys, until the, until the actual storm reaches you, you've probably got a couple hours, and you may be able to stay ahead of it. Um, but, um, you probably still catch, like, the edge of the storm and some of the, some of the lighter rainfall. You know, a crazy idea is we, we could stay here tonight. Uh, Bozik, yeah. make a, make a, um, make a nature check for me. I have Fang make one as well. Oof, Fang rolled a natural 19. I rolled a modified 19. Okay. Fang kind of sniffs the air and he says, I don't know. If this is a winter storm, then chances are we're going to get a couple inches of snow tonight. I wouldn't want to stay here and be snowed in. Yeah, that's a good point. I remember the way back, exactly. So uh, we can head back that same way. Well, we certainly don't have time to waste. Let's hit the road. Well, then, better patter. Let's get at her. All right, Markel says, I agree. I do not want to be in the middle of these woods during a snowstorm. Me and snow, I do not get along. Picks up the mace, throws it over his shoulder. Come. Uh, my shelled friend, lead the way. Let us head back to the city. Yeah, sure. Follow me. Alright. You guys begin making your way back. Um, I'm going to have you make a survival check. And I'm going to also have uh, Fang make a survival check just for you guys to find the path back to the road from where you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, another modified 19? Oh, yeah. You guys are fine. Um, you and you and Fang. But Fang kind of scouts out ahead of you a little bit. Um, and goes back and kind of finds the same, this, that same patch of bear traps and makes sure that you guys make your way through that area safely. Um, soon enough, you find your way back to that large tree um, and back around over to the road and begin to head south um, along the road. At this point now, um, the edge of the storm has uh, reached you in some light, very cold rainfall um, begins to kind of penetrate the canopy above you. As you all begin to make your way south towards western. Anybody else need any more mushrooms? I, I wouldn't mind. Sure. How many do you need? How many you got? Five. Here you go, Frank. 
you guys head south along the road, um, travel for a couple hours now, and it is, um, the sun has set, it is dark, and you see up ahead of you now, um, as you approach, um, the lights of the city of Western, um, kind of a little bit damper as some of the fog and rain has begun to fall, um, was a little bit, a little bit dampened behind, um, the downfall of the rain, but, um, you all begin to make your way into the city, uh, wet, cold, miserable as you may have had a successful, um, a successful, uh, evening or a successful day as far as combat's concerned, but a little bit disappointing due to the fact that you're, um, you weren't able to find what you were looking for. Um, you make your way back into Western, wondering what the next day's adventures will bring. And that is where we will end our session for the evening. We can do one more thing before, we, before we're done, because sure. I forget in a sure. couple weeks. Sure. Timor, will you, Timor, will you take a look at this ring and tell me if it's special in any way? Of course, friend. And I hand you the shiny gold ring that I found. Yeah, I mean, if... I'll, I'll, actually, I'll just cast Detect Magic, and I'll I'll be able to pick up any sort of magical sense from any of the items we picked up. Uh, the ring has a faint magical essence. Okay, we got the ring, the sword and shield, the chainmail, and yeah, the light crossbow. The, the ring is the only thing that has any okay. magical essence to it. So, I guess if we can, we don't have to RP it, but if we get back to Western, I will then ritually cast Identify. It'll take me ten minutes to sit down with my book while I'm touching the ring to try to identify it. Okay. Um, you identify it. Um, it is a, uh, what is called a um, Ring of Evasion. Ooh. Yeah, Ryder, this ring is cool, man. Um, I'm assuming it gives you something, right? Yes, um, it has three charges. Um, it regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. Um, when you fail a dexterity saving throw while wearing it, you can use your reaction to expend one of its charges to succeed on that saving throw instead. Hmm. So this, this ring is neat. You can... It makes you a little bit more dodgy and stuff. I will add it as an artifact to, um, to roll 20. If you, if you want. Unless you'd rather keep track of it on your end. I'll probably add it anyways. Um, just because I want to keep track of what artifacts you guys do have. Um, so I'll very likely add it as an artifact on roll 20. Well, if... Here, Seymour, you, you hold on to that for a while and let me know if, you know, if that, I'm already pretty dodgy as it is, and so maybe, maybe that uh, will benefit somebody else. In the... Okay, uh, I appreciate it, yeah, I'll maybe try it out and maybe someone else can try it out, we'll see what oh, happens. One more, one more, um, little bit of business to get out of the way. Ryder. Yes? The note that you received uh, the day before. Um, it was a note from uh, the leader of the 
clasp in Western. Uh, it essentially uh, asked you for a meeting, at which point you went and met. Um, didn't meet with him directly, you met with one of his liaisons. Um, and you were asked to um, take on um, a mission, if you will, as on a trial basis for the clasp. Um, however, this mission would take you out of the city of Western and you're required to do, a, do it alone. Uh, I'll relay, I'll just tell everybody, like, uh, when we get back to Western, I'll be like, uh, mate, uh, I know we've got a very important, a very important task ahead of us, but I have a more press matter I've got to take care of, and it's going to take me away from the city for a little bit, and, uh, Apologize, but I will catch up with you as soon as I humanly possibly can. Wait, you're gonna leave us? It's, it's something I gotta take care of on my. Um, I hate I hate to leave everybody at this time, and I, I hate to leave when we're in the middle of something very important. But I uh, I will catch up with you as quickly as I can. Unfortunately, I can't say any more than that. Um, it's, it's just kind of a personal matter I've got to take care of. Hey, if you, uh, while you're out, I mean, try to find out some more information about maybe uh, finding Parker's mom. Parker's dead. Oh, absolutely. That is that is on the top of my priority list, mate. I promise you. I well, assure you I mean, it's not the top because you're kind of leaving us right now when, when that's when we're oh, in the right. doing it's, that. But... It's number two. Yeah. It's oh, number okay. two okay. on my yeah, list of priorities. Um, Larkel kind of looks at you through, through squinted eyes a little bit, Ryder, and just says, I understand that you have to go. All I will say is that you should be careful in this new company. Mate, trust me, the the longer I have traveled away from the sea and away from Iman, I realize that sometimes your dreams may not be what are cracked up to be, but they're still your dreams, and you still have to follow them. I trust that you know what you are doing. And then I do, I do want to pull Preston, like, way away from everybody else. Who? Parker. Oh, okay. And I want to look Parker in the face and I go, I'm just going to say Parker. I know, I know that, that you're having a very hard time right now. And I know that we're trying to find your dad. And I assure you that that is, even though I'm leaving, that is still at the top of my priority list. Uh, what I'm doing hope hopefully gets us some more information about where dad is so we can find him because I know that's very important 
I know how important your dad is, and I just don't want you to think that I'm abandoning you at this at this important time. And I hope you know that. Just, just please come back. And I want to, I want to just like give him a hug. Okay. Roll for hugging. I'm kidding. You don't have to roll for hugging. It was a joke. Hey, I rolled a natural twenty. Like, no lie. Literally, literally the best hug. The best hug you've ever had. It's ever. cozy and not fur and stuff. You just, like... You know how, you know how when you just, like... You know how when you just, like, fit together? Like, like a puzzle piece? Yeah, it's one of those hugs. It's just great. And, and I'll just tell her, I go, I, I promise you, I will turn. And hopefully I'll have some more information. I Actually, hopefully you guys will have found me by the time I get back. But I'm hoping this will only take a day or so. But I don't, I don't know how long it'll take. But I, I promise, if it weren't super important, I would not be leaving. Right. And with that, okay. um, Ryder makes his way away from the group. You all, um, I'll just say you all, uh, Parker, you head back. Um, inform your mom of the day's events, and the rest of you head to the um, head to the Sunkiss Tavern. Um, find yourself drinking or whatever it may be that you're doing for the evening, and then um, resting for the night. And that is where we will end our session for the evening.